Hello all, and welcome to this episode of No Home for Heroes. No Home for Heroes explores history's military mysteries regarding Americans who are missing in action from our past wars. These long-forgotten MIAs are remembered here. Today's episode is titled, The Navy Buried Them at Sea, But No One Told the Families. Today's episode of No Home for Heroes is taken from the files of the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation. In July 1945, the cruiser USS Indianapolis delivered the atomic bomb components to Tinian Island in the Pacific. Those same components would soon be the instrument to end World War II. With a job well done or a Bravo Zulu in Navy speak, the Indy sped toward her next assignment in the Philippines before the bombs were actually dropped on Hiroshima or Nagasaki. The Indy never made it. Two torpedoes from a Japanese submarine sent the Indianapolis to the bottom in 15 minutes, and 900 American sailors spilled into a dark ocean full of sharks and no distress signal acknowledged. I'm your host, Rick Stone, bringing you another great and true story from our vault of history's military mysteries. No Home for Heroes is a trademark production, sponsored by the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation. For more information on the Foundation, visit our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. We invite you to listen to all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast or streaming platform you prefer. We dedicate this episode to all our loyal listeners in the USS Indianapolis Legacy Organization. We hope to see you all soon at the next annual meeting. Dear Daddy, Mommy says you are lost. I am sad when I get lost. Are you sad? Ruby was lost too. Mommy found Ruby in the barn. Ruby had six puppies. Are you in the barn, too. I will find you when I get big. Love, Jane. You know, during my time researching MIAs, I've read a lot of letters from in the files from family members just like the one you just heard. They never stop and they never cease to really break my heart. This today is a special episode for all of you who have been intrigued by the indie story ever since the movie Jaws made the terrible sinking and the aftermath of the sinking into an infamous episode in World War II naval history. Some of you may have heard our podcast of No Home for Heroes before, and for some of you, this may be the first podcast you've ever heard of No Home for Heroes. And some of you may know of our foundation and our efforts to investigate the cases of over 500 missing American servicemen and servicewomen since 2006. But how do you investigate cases of sailors who are officially known as lost at sea? Well, hold on on this episode, and we'll tell you about a very little-known aspect of the USS Indianapolis story that will answer that question for you. Just to recap, as the chairman of the board of directors for the Chief Rickstone and Family Charitable Foundation, it's my job to oversee the work of researchers and investigators all over the world who volunteer their time, their money, and their expertise to our missions. No one here gets paid in any currency other than the satisfaction 
of solving some of the most difficult historical mysteries of all time, and all to the benefit of the families of those who remain officially missing in action. Or, as DEPA, the Defense POWMIA Accounting Agency, prefers to refer to it, unaccounted for. My own background, as most of you know, has been a long and varied adventure. I'm a former police chief with service in three major cities, including Dallas, Wichita, Kansas, and Hollywood, but I've also served as the Department of Defense as the Deputy Chief of the World War II Research and Investigations Branch, and most recently at the Department of the Navy's Chief Naval Historian for the Histories Branch at the Washington Navy Yard. Today I want to tell you about our Foundation's latest endeavor to account for about a dozen crew members of the USS Indianapolis, crew members who were recovered after the sinking and given an official burial at sea, but were never cleared from the official list of unaccounted for as maintained by the Department of Defense and specifically the Defense POW-MIA Accounting Agency. During my time at the Department of Defense investigating hundreds of MIA cases from World War II, I occasionally encountered cases where deceased sailors or Marines were accounted for or buried at sea. But, for reasons and more reasons than I can count, their official identifications simply were lost, and they stayed forever and ever on the MIA list. When I joined the Naval History and Heritage Command, NHHC, under Admiral Samuel Cox, I was honored to command about 30 naval historians in the history's branch. It was a chance to check into some clues I had found at the Department of Defense many years before about what I thought would be two or three indie casualties who I thought we might be able to clear from the MIA list with some proper research and investigation. Alas, (laughs) as you all now know, A little thing called a worldwide pandemic intervened to change a lot of our plans and we simply ran out of time to complete the indie work at the Naval History and Heritage Command before my retirement became effective. Luckily, I was able to enlist Admiral Cox's pledge to have our Foundations team continue to work with the NHHC Naval Historians on a project that we named the USS Indianapolis Burial at Sea Project. The first step was to meticulously read through every book we could lay our hands on about the Indy, every book that had ever been written on the Indy, and examine all of the government documents we could access, well, limited access during the pandemic, to search for clues. Ultimately, this came to about 2,000 pages that we reviewed. From all of this research came the names of 12, not two or three like I originally thought, but an even dozen Indy crew members who were still listed as, quote, lost at sea, end quote. But we thought were possible matches to some of the 91 bodies of Indy crew members who had been recovered by six rescue ships at the site of the sinking and given an official Navy burial at sea. For about four months, our Foundation investigators looked at all of these cases. We used the legal standards of proving each case by a, quote, preponderance of the evidence, end quote, and by, quote, beyond a reasonable doubt, end quote. These were our basis 
for a recommendation that these 12 sailors be officially accounted for. On May 1, 2021, we presented our findings to Admiral Cox at the Naval History and Heritage Command with recommendations that 12 Indianapolis crew members be officially accounted for within the definition of federal law, and we recommended that their records be updated to reflect their official identification. The Indy shipmates were Seaman First Class George Stanley Abbott Seaman Second Class Eugene Clifford Batson Gunner's Mate First Class William Alexander Haynes Seaman Second Class Albert Raymond Kelly Seaman First Class Albert Davis Lundgren Fireman First Class Ollie McHone Seaman Second Class George David Payne Storekeeper Third Class Alvin Wilder Ron Ship's Cook Third Class Jose Antonio Sainz Seaman Second Class Joseph Mason Strain Gunner's Mate Third Class Floyd Ralph Wolf and Laundryman Third Class Angelo Anthony Sudano. Our foundation would like to invite any family member of these indie heroes to contact us direct at our website on one of the many links at www.chiefrickstone.com so that we can send you a copy of the complete report that we submitted to the Naval History and Heritage Command on our investigation of your family member. And here's a tease, as they say in the media world. There may be even more indie MIAs we can add to the accounted for list in the future with more investigation and when more government documents become available when the National Archives officially open after the pandemic. So, stand by to stand by as we weave these individual case investigations into our future No Home for Heroes podcast and keep you, our listeners, updated on the progress of our official recommendations to the Department of Defense. We can't bring our Indy Dozen home to their families, but we can sure provide the information to the families of these gallant heroes that have long been buried in the archives of the United States government. Their names will be spoken once again in the official halls, and their burial location will now be officially known forever and ever. Thank you for listening to this episode of No Home for Heroes. We hope you've enjoyed today's production, and we invite you to check out our other episodes on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform you like to listen to. No Home for Heroes is featured on just about any podcast site all across the world. And we would certainly be remiss if we didn't add a special thanks to Miss Jane Dunham, who made her acting debut today. We greatly appreciate your comments, and a special link is available to you to contact us on our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. We again thank you for your support of our mission to provide information to the families of missing American servicemen and missing American servicewomen. Every assistance counts, and you do make a difference. Until next time, be careful, 
be safe, and wishing you fair winds and following seas. I'm your host, Rick Stone, reminding you that poor is the nation that has no heroes, but shameful is the nation that having heroes forgets them.